Hello and welcome to another episode of the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. I am Ben and as ever I am joined by Luke. Hello mate. Hello, we're back again. We are. It feels like it's weird for us because this is the second one we've recorded today. However, you probably won't be listening to these on the same day. Yeah, so so realistically I should say how are you but because it would normally be like four days between the recordings, but it's been like four hours. So it, I'm it guessing has. you were the same as you were earlier. Yeah, I've, uh, I went into town a bit, had a good time, knocked around, you know, as you did by yourself. Uh, to be honest, I was just looking, can I squeeze Birezi any higher up this list in, in, the ne- in the last four hours? And I haven't. I've settled for areas. Um, really? Can't wait. I feel like you're going to kill me for where, where I've put him, but, you know. Probably. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. If you haven't guessed them, we're doing the next uh, episode of our ranking of a Premier League position amongst all the teams. And we're on to the cams, the central attacking midfielders, or the most attacking midfielder that a team has, since actually a lot of these teams don't really play with an attacking midfielder. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've got sort of a couple... I mean, we've put... In 20th place, and I didn't even look. I love a stat, but I didn't even bother with stats. Um, Jay Rodriguez for yeah. Burnley. We just had to pick pick someone um, because they don't play with a number 10. I, I went on who scored and tried to find anybody that's played in attacking midfield, and Jay Rodriguez has done it once this season. Um, but I didn't really felt, feel that that warranted um, any higher position. It's nothing against him in the strikers. He probably. It might have been a little bit higher, but um, yeah, Burnley, Burnley don't play with one. two better strikers, so we thought yeah. we'd just chuck him in there, eh? And then, and then you've got like Sheffield United have got Norwood, who I did look at the stats, and but he's not a number 10, they don't really play with one, they play more of like a I don't know, a 3 4 3 kind of thing, yeah. or, or whatever they play, but they don't use a number 10 either. And, and the same with Liverpool is obviously a 3 no, a 4 3 3. Don't really play with a number ten either, so we've gone for Thiago for that one. But literally, could have just picked it. Why now? Didn't Jones could have picked anyone really? It was just um, someone we haven't used, and we used yeah. Hendo and Fabinho, so they're yeah. both definitely way more defensive. So as you can tell, we've we've chucked in Thiago because I think he'd probably be the most attacking out of there. A lot yep. of them, maybe maybe why now? but I think it's fun to put Thiago in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, other than that, it's all all pretty much what you'd expect. Um, and how did you find it? How did you find your list creating? Um, this one didn't take me too long, really. I did it in one go. I might be, I don't know, I might halfway through decide, oh, maybe that's harsh. But uh, at the moment, I'm pretty content with it, really. Yeah, I, I think there's definitely a bottom uh, 14th down for me. Mm. It's, it's mm. sectioned. Then there's sort of a mid-table area where there's a few shocks, I'd say. And then... Well, then we'll find out what happens. Then, we yes. will. We will. All right, right. Let's uh, let's begin then. So twentieth, already out of the way. We've we've talked about him already. It's Rodriguez. No disrespect. He's just not a cam. Yeah. Just could have, we could have picked anyone. Could have picked Robbie Brady, Charlie yeah. Taylor. Could have exactly. Picked anyone. Just had to put someone in. Yeah, and I know there's. I said to Luke, "What about Vidra?" But uh, he's, he's definitely played more striking this this year, especially. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, what can you do? What can you do? Sorry, Burnley. So, sorry, Burnley, yeah. And also that means Sheffield United have not at the bottom of the list. Great news. But one of the 
I think usually we always end up with at least one of us putting a Sheffield United player <laughs> in the, at the bottom of the list. So They've got three more positions to get themselves outside the bottom three after this one, presuming that you haven't gotten all outside the bottom three in this, because so far they've been in the bottom three in every single list for both of us. Well, I'm, a, I'm about to break all you Sheffield United fans' hearts then, because <sighs> he's, nine, he's 19th. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, Good. Another one, I mean, it's harsh again. He is, he's not a, a number 10. Uh, I looked at the stats, but I didn't really include his stats. Um, so when I say they're the, the third worst, second worst, and the worst on the list, I'm not including the bottom two that I've already used because Norwood's stats were just ter- terrible in, in comparison to the um, like the other other players. So I just thought I'd look at his stats just to double-check. Um, but he's, yeah, bottom in chocolate and actions, bottom in su- successful dribble, dribbles. Bottom. He hasn't even carried the ball into the box once this season. So like, and in um, all fairness, I don't really expect him to. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially at that in the moment with what's going on at Sheffield, um, I don't expect them to be doing having to do that. So yeah. sorry, Sheffield, but that's all you're getting out of me. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe in the next couple of weeks you can look to get out, but it's not looking hopeful really after your season. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'll try and manage it. I'll try and manage it and we'll we'll, we'll find a way. We will, but maybe not 18. today. Eighteen. Yeah, go on. Okay, I have gone. This is harsh, alright? Before we before we kick off, this is harsh. But like, this is primarily because I have not seen enough of him. Yeah. Uh it's Tyler Roberts from Leeds. Yeah, me too. Uh I think he's gonna be pretty decent, but I haven't got the same um, certainty that I did about others. Like, you know, a couple of weeks ago we said, um, I, I can't remember who we've used as an example, but, you know, players who are new to the scene, essentially. Um, I can't think of anyone at the moment off the top of my head, but this guy, I haven't seen enough of him. I don't think he's played enough for, for Leeds, but again, they haven't really got that out and out um, attacking okay. midfielder. I think, if they're actually going to play anybody at attacking midfield, it would actually be, um, what's his name? I've forgotten it now. Um, Rodrigo's played a lot there, I think. Yeah. Yeah, this was another one where I think Roberts has come in and because Rodrigo's misspelled through injury, he's sort of played in that number 10 role a few times. Uh, I don't think he's bad. We we struggle with rating Leeds players as well because the names aren't, very good and it's a Biel- the Bielsa way seems like he sort of improved players so much and it's just like incredible to see where they've come from to, to where they are now um, yes. and Robert is another one that's sort of come out of nowhere um, and, and is a, a Premier League player now um, but his stats are terrible um, so which uh, to be honest at his age isn't really like a massive you know oh your pants sort of thing just Give him time and he might be back where he... Well, not back, but, you know, he might get to a better level. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, but I just couldn't... Could, literally couldn't. His stats are... He pretty much soaks up all of the bad stats for the rest of the table. Um, doesn't even have a silver. Doesn't have a silver or bronze. He's got he's got two reds, which means he's last in shotgun in actions and pass completion percentage. He's got two pinks, which means he's third last in progressive carries and carries into the box and he's got one purple which means he's the second worst in the amount of key passes he produces per 90 so but we're giving him time 
give them time. We'll, what we're going to do, I think, if we won't do another list next season, but we'll like review our current list and see how many changes or who's new and see yeah. how, how much things have changed so it's season on season. Mm. But we'll see. Like, it'll give but it a year. It's good about it. 12, so give them a bit of time. Yeah, right. Number 17. So, we're so far, we're, we're three out of three so far. Can you believe it? Um, uh, okay, I'm going to go for... Uh, you can go if you want. I just started. All right, I'll go for Miguel Almora. Really? Okay, yeah. I've gone for Almoron a couple of spaces high. He's in 15th for me. Okay. So I've gone for Ruben Loftus Cheek. Right. He's actually in 15th for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So basically, you want to go about Almoron and then we'll swap and go on to our LC yeah. as I've recalled him? Yeah. Um, I, I think. I don't know if I like Almon or not. He's got a lot of energy. He runs about a lot. He uh, and I He's think versatile. that's about it. Yeah, he is versatile, and he, and he, there's no doubt that he will come off the pitch, and he won't have doubted that he's he's given absolutely everything. But as a Premier League football footballer, does he really have that much else to his game? I don't think so. No, um, I, don't. I think that's completely fair. I think he's um, he's sort of what Newcastle needed when they signed him, but since then hasn't really offered en- enough in my eyes. Yeah, oh, it was like, in signing as well. I thought he was going to be more prolific than he is. Yeah, I think when you come from across from uh, the MLS as well, it's especially I don't know about you, but I find it really hard to judge how people would do in the yeah. MLS. Yeah, um, the best player in the MLS probably at the moment is uh, Vela from uh, LAFC, and yeah. you know I don't know how he'd do necessarily. I've seen him. A bit in, well, I think he played for Sociedad for a bit, and I don't really think he was incredible. Yeah. So it's a bit, it's like it's it's difficult to judge. But I do yeah. think he, this guy's been all right. Uh, just I don't think he's on the pitch enough, really, for me to properly judge him. But um, he seems okay, like I say. Not the best, so, not the worst. I think he's better than Ruben Loftus Cheek. Yeah, because he's on the pitch even less. Right. Okay. Um, I think there's a few on this list which are slightly different kinds of players. Yes. Um, and Ruben Loftus-Cheek's one of them. And I'd say Sigurdsson and then going up to the top boys, uh, Bruno Fernandes is another one, who are kind of... Um, I mean, Fernandes is obviously more of a, a goal-scoring attacking midfielder uh, yeah. uh, and, and is, is obviously his assistant incredible as well. But if you look at the actual, like... I've got like in possession stats and then like passing stats. If you look at his Fernandez's stats, they're not actually that great. Um, no. And then Sigurdsson and Loftus Cheek are kind of not similar, but they're almost a second striker at times. Um, really? I'd have thought Loftus Cheek was. I don't know. I've always had this idea that he's a lot further back, like he's an actual centre mid. I, I think when he's because of his size, he's quite good at holding the ball up, so he ends up being quite quite uh, useful in like getting it up to him and then progressing the play off the back of him. Yeah. Um, and, and then we've seen Sigurdsson up top at times this season when, when Calvert-Lewin's been out and a bit all over the place, really. Um, but yeah, Loftus-Cheek, he's successful dribbles third in this list for 92.21. Um, although on the other side of it, key passes, rock bottom, 0.69 for 90. Really? So. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a red stat. Yeah, he has got a red stat. Uh, 
But like his that. career definitely hasn't taken off as much as we thought it would. No, I think he was tipped to be like, you know, so good. And then he left Chelsea. Uh, he's had a lot of time off the pitch. I think he's been injured quite a lot, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, but I think he, there's still like a class player in there. But it's just sort of the problem we're seeing with like Jack Wilshire, maybe Ramsey, you know, just get injured and then just can't play as much as it yeah. should be. Uh, the Ox to a degree. Yeah. You know, it's just they're, they're, they're class, but they're just not, they're not on the pitch. Not consistent. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Enough. This could set you off for my 16th. Oh my gosh. Who is it? Oh, I know it is. I know it is. It's Armstrong. Okay, that's fine. He's 14th for me. That's fine. Okay. Go who, on. Who, right. You can have him. Um, again, I don't think he's a bad player. He's probably one of Southampton's more livelier players, to be honest. But um, at the same time, he just does He's not really in the team enough. And when he is in the team, he's on the right, isn't he? Yeah, he sort of gets shifted about a little bit because it, they're another team that plays four four two the majority of the time. So he has been a little bit all over the place. He's cut. Yes, he's what I would say is if if you calmed Almiron down a bit and gave him quality, this is what you get and more time on the pitch. Yeah. Um. So I, I think yeah, Armstrong's just a more composed version of Almiron. I think. Um. I, I think he is a solid player. That's um. Uh, that's why he's in fourteenth. But. Yeah, he's he's not more than that, and yeah, he's solid, yeah. but he's just not special. Yeah, exactly. Is is my issue, and I think, like you say, once you get past fourteenth, you get players who, arguably, you could see anywhere in the top five leagues. Really, maybe a couple of them are, are just class, and you wouldn't get much further. Yeah, but uh, that's it for me. Really, yeah, that's fair enough. In sixteenth, I've. Um, I've surprised myself with how low I put this man. Um, it's Daniel Pedence. All right, well, I've put him in 14th. Wait, wait, similar. Um, yeah, I think he had a great start to the season. Um, and he was looking so lively. The link up with Jimenez was incredible. And I think had Jimenez stayed fit, we might have seen that relationship blossom a bit more. Um, but yes. maybe that just suggests how good Jimenez is rather than how good Pedence is. He's one of those players that's got everything until. He needs to do something important, um, yes. and then he struggles. He's a bit of a B Tech Neymar in a way. Like he likes to whip all these skills. Very, very, very B Tech. What's that? Whatever below B Tech is. It's that. more like C Tech. Then we'll go for. Yeah. Like yeah. he likes to whip all this skill out, but you know Neymar's a well. Like I, you, if you've been listening to any of our podcasts that I talk about Neymar, you'll understand my opinion on him. Neymar can finish. This guy, you know, he's whipped out a few like wonder goals, I think, but then. After that, it's just sort of his dribbler, and he almost holds on to the ball too long. Is what I've noticed. Yes. Yeah. And then he's put Wolves in a bad position, and he's actually been at fault for a few goals. I think where he's not, you know, where he's hold on to the ball too long, too long, lost the ball, and now Wolves are struggling to defend. Yeah, he's definitely one where it, it that you, if someone can get hold of him and say right. You either like need to release it quicker and improve your finishing. Then you could see him having a really strong season, both both goals and assists, because he he is a creative player. Yeah, definitely. but it's just yeah, like you say, it's just holding on to it too long, not making the right decisions in the right areas. Yes, definitely. 
I think uh, that's the best way. But you know, if they like you say, if they can get a hold of him and be like, "Oi, what are you doing, you mong?" It'll they'll be all right. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I think we move on to thirteen. Let's do it. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go. I, I've been hogging it. You go, boss. Okay, right. Um, this man, alongside Tyler Roberts, has absolutely soaked up the the, the bad bad colours for the stats. Um, I, I had him a fair few spots higher before, oh. um, and then the the purples and the reds were raining down on him, and I couldn't justify anymore. Um, so, and that's Gilfrey Sigurdsson. Okay, um, I like one Go spot on. higher. Well, oh, okay. Um, who have you got in thirteenth? Just to see if that's the this, same. This will be where you even where I could annoy you. Trossard. All right, that's not outrageous. No, I think he's pants, but we'll get onto that in a bit. Yeah, let's go on about Sigurdsson then, since I've only put him one space higher. Yeah, okay. I think he's overrated in my eyes. Very. Do you think? Do you think that many people rate him? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I remember having a chat with you about it a couple of weeks. Good. And I was like, no, he's rubbish. Really? <laughs> that's just me. Maybe he's, he's underrated, and I'm the one that I'm the only one that rates him. That's where you've got your overrating this one. No, he's pants. I mean, the stats don't like him, and they're not ideal. I think he is. I mean, he's been Everton captain at times this season. Um, yeah, don't mean anything. You always use the captain. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it don't mean Norton. Um, but yeah, I think he. I think he's got something, and I think yeah, he might have been a bit disappointing at some points, and when he first came into Everton. The fee suggested he was going to be outstanding, and I think he's ended up just being a consistent, uh, not a squad player's harsh, reliable player. But yeah, but if if everyone's fit, you don't have him in the squad or in the eleven anyway. So hammers, hammers. I'd rather play hammers there. In all honesty, yeah. And, and the only reason I put him there is because um, hammers plays well, on the, the wing. Yeah, right, yeah. on the right. So that's why um, Seatson is in this list. So don't worry, Rodriguez is coming. Um, he will be. He'll be back. No, um, I agree completely. I think he's, uh, you know, he's a, he's one of the people you'd probably want in the dressing room, but not necessarily on the pitch. Yeah, uh, I think he's inconsistent, which is is painful because he has been very. He has been good in the Premier League before. We've seen it. He was all right at Tottenham, pretty decent at Swansea, um, yeah. and then Everton thought we'll snap him up. It was like forty-five million as well. They signed him, yeah. which is huge. Considering you know what what less than sport other teams, you know, but uh, I think overall he can't really look back at his Everton career and be disappointed as such. Just well, maybe maybe be disappointed, but it can't be like I was pants. Yeah, I think he's yeah, like he was. He's done the job. Yeah, but he's got me through the, the transition and go better than it did. Mm. Well, he's helped them transition, hasn't he? Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, Trossard. Trossard, yeah. Right. Um, I actually think he's probably one of Brighton's better players, in all honesty. Especially attacking-wise. He's yeah. he's relatively creative. And I presume he's the one who gets the most frustrated by, you know, all this XG nonsense. Considering, <laughs> um, you know, Brighton probably should be like fourth, for, fourth for XG, is it? Yeah. But, um, no, I just... I don't rate him that high. And I think this is 
like you said earlier, there's, this is where, for me personally, there's the gap in class. Um, maybe, no, actually, we'll put just above Sigurdsson. Above, Sigurdsson and above is where it gets better, in my eyes. <laughs> but I just don't rate him that well. Like, he's not going to be getting anywhere near the Belgian squad, which probably isn't his fault, considering Belgium have got a very decent squad. Yeah, do you know, I, I was looking, because Belgium have already announced their 26-month squad, I think. Have they? I think so. And I was right. looking at it, and I don't think it is that good. Really? I'll, I mean, this, we can cover all the squads when we get to Euro time this season, but just while you were talking about Belgium, I was looking at that. We've got them. No doubt they're, they're not that great. They've got to be taking Eden Hazard. They are, yeah. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I'm sure like three teams announced their squads. Never mind. That's irrelevant. We'll get onto that when we get to the Euros. Really? Uh, okay, we'll, we'll get onto that soon. A couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. Where are we now? 12. We are in 12. Well, um, I've, I've already said my 12, so you go, but... Right. This one is a player that is not 12, but he has to be 12 because all the players above him, I think I would rather have in the in the number 10. Um, okay. And that's Thiago. Okay, yeah. That's completely fair. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like harsh, but it's fair. It's like, I'm doing it... I we're, he only in the, He's not on the list because of the position he's in the list because we needed someone to fill a gap. And I don't think he... Feels the gap as well as players above him would. Okay, I'm I'm happy to accept that. That is fair, but uh, yeah, you know me. I'm Thiago's biggest fan, so you can you'll have to be waiting a good ten minutes before you hear his name from that moment. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I think he is. He's a fantastic player, and we and we've seen him get a bit much. Well, much better in the last couple of weeks. He's sort of been the player that we expected him to be. But in a number 10, I think he's the player that he needs to see the whole pitch and then sort of like dictate it from the middle, basically. So Honestly, I don't actually think we've seen the best of Thiago yet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, primarily because, you know, he's been having... He's, realistically, he could easily be a number 10 in my eyes. The problem is he hasn't been allowed to play there because of the defensive woes, you know. Since we've had Fabinho back in the midfield, we've seen the Thiago Liverpool thought they'd signed. Last couple seasons, uh, last couple games against uh, United and especially West Brom, he has been very good in my eyes. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm just being biased because obviously I love the man, but I think he's been incredible. Really, <laughs> sorry. But... Yeah, I think if we put him in the midfield rankings that we just did, which I didn't put him in because I wanted to see everyone's thoughts on Henderson. Um, Everyone's then he would have been, been he would have been miles higher, but yeah, I just yeah I just think in that centre midfield role is incredible, but he's not he's not the number ten, and everybody else on this list is he's a, from now on, at least. Really or at least can play there like comfortably, yeah. Which okay. we, which we can't really say about Thiago, but I get what you're putting. You have to wait a bit of a time though before you hear him, just because I love the man. All right, who have you got in eleventh? Eleven. Right, this is this is where I feel like this could be controversial, I think. It's not. I'm already gonna tell you now it's not. Pereira. Right, it's not who I thought you were gonna say, but it's not that controversial either. Right. I think this guy's decent. But if I'm being brutally honest, it was only really after Big Sam came in that me, who doesn't stare at stats for hours, really started like seeing some sort of actual like change in the guy 
And it wasn't even immediately when Big Sam came in. Because Big Sam, he was the first to come in, wasn't he? I think, is is he the only manager who's been, had to be replaced with some, Oh no, Tuchel as well. Yeah, I think those are the only two. But um, all I'm saying is, I don't really, I think he's good. And I don't think he'll be at West Brom next season. But he easily could be. Which makes me think, is he that incredible that teams are going to want to come in and, and buy this man? No. Because he's good, but he's not incredible. Um, everybody else in the league, I've heard a lot more of, I've seen a lot more of. I just think this guy's good, but not, he's not high enough, higher any higher for me. Okay. I think he is better than that. I think he's, he's had a really good season in terms of his stats, but I think the stats are padded slightly by penalties. Yes. Um, but... Um, yeah, I, I think he's a he's a definitely a Premier League player. If you look at West Brom squad, who do you want when they go down? He's the first yeah. name for me. Um, the only name for me. Yeah. Um, Mabel, and, maybe Johnston. Yeah, yeah. there's a few that will, will get picked off. Um, and I think he will be in... I, I, I can't see him playing for West Brom next season. Um, and if, if you look at... I mean, I put him in my, our Arsenal rebuild, so that's how highly I rate him, although Arsenal aren't really that high at the moment, but no. I definitely think he's there's a special player in there, and some of the goals he's been exceptional. Um, his stats aren't great, they're just sort of average across the board, nothing that stands out um, in, like if you're comparing it to the, the big boys, um, but yeah, I, I think there's definitely a very good Premier League player in there, um, and to stand out in the West Brom squad that's done so poorly, you've got to have something about you. True. That's fair. Uh, and that's why I've got him ninth. If that's, that's sorry for the sorry for the spoiler. Right. So who have you put in eleventh then? Eleventh. Here we go. I've just sold him. It's Delhi Allen. Delhi. No. You're high. Um. Yeah, we just uh, we've just done the project Spurs, and I said I said I've not got the time. I've not got the time to be building him up to what Ryan Mason's doing now, getting the squad for the new manager, and then we're just going to see the same thing happen again. No, we're not. It's happened under too many managers, or no. two managers. Um, Your and I just don't, I don't think he, that all of these players in this list will, will play, well, above him play week in, week out. And he's, this season he's been a complete passenger until Ryan Mason's come in. And and that's only because now he knows there's a new manager to impress for next season um, or he wants to move. So I, I just don't trust the guy. Uh, he's obviously got incredible talent, but I can't put someone any higher on this list that doesn't really, isn't really interested in playing unless he wants something from the game. Okay. Fair enough. That's completely fair, but uh, you know, you'll, you'll have to wait a bit of time for you in Delhi from me as well, I'm afraid. Okay. I think he's fantastic when he wants to play. The problem is you gotta get him to play. I'd get him to play if I was manager at Spurs. All right, let's go to number ten then. Number ten. Number yeah. ten out of the number tens. This go. is what you this is what you want. This is where you want to be. Technically this could kind of make you first, but no. Eze is tenth for me. Sorry. What is going on? I've I felt bad putting him over Pereira because I feel like Pereira is probably more proved, especially in the Premier League. What? Went, he is, man. I I like Eze. I've 
because of you, I've watched him for a lot longer than most. Um, this guy is good, but again, not seen enough yet in the Prem, I'm afraid. Wow. <laughs> Luke's never going to speak to me again and basically after this. <laughs> Incorrect. <It's false. laughs> you do this to Thiago, I'll do this to your boy. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, well, you say 10's the best player, so obviously that's Sticker Brian playing in there. That's DeAndre Trossard. Well, did you want me to put him higher? No, actually, I didn't. You're right. Fair enough. Carry <laughs> on, please. But oh, you'd rather have Trossard than Deli Ali and Thiago. What are you on? No, I'm not saying I'd rather have Trossard than Thiago. I'm saying I'd rather have Trossard in the number ten than Thiago. Oh, no. Um, and I don't. And, and if I have Deli Ali, then he's not going to play half my games because he's just going to be on his PlayStation half the time. <laughs> play so Fortnite. that's why I'd rather have Trossard and. I think Trossard is really good. You you mentioned it. He's one of the most creative sparks in in a Brighton attack, which is quite a creative attack at times. Um, that the creativity is not a problem. It's the putting the ball in the net. He's definitely been guilty of not putting the ball in the net. I've seen a couple of chances even in the last couple of months. He's blazed over for about four yards, but definitely a special player. Um, yeah, and also I regret saying a minute ago that he's not going to get in the Belgian team because I actually think last time that he, the World Cup qualifiers, I think he did play actually and got a couple of goals. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think he is a, a very good player, and who he's another one of Brighton's team that there's a few problems in, in the Brighton team, and he's definitely, I'd say probably the last on the list. Maybe Vasuma, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Donkey. Or, 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 or yeah. Donkey. Yeah, they're really dunkers. But, um, or your hack bash. Just wanted to say his name. I actually quite like him as well. But um, yeah, anyway, that's why I've got him 10th. I don't think that's that horrendous. No, I think uh, that's fair. Just not just Deli Ali, man. And Thiago, but mainly Deli Ali and Thiago. Okay. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> no, that's, it. that's what my Trossard probably Number nine, me. you went for Pereira. Pereira. Difference. Yeah. I have gone for in numero nine ESM ESM yeah Emil Smith Rowe essentially ESR <laughs> that's one. yeah don't know where I was going at. Uh, yeah this big man um, again <laughs> not seen enough properly but what I have seen he looks incredible realistically I think that's fair the others are, are just more proved in my eyes really. But if we're to do this next season, it would not surprise me if he got top five. Like, this guy is going to be incredible. Yeah. Um, just pre before I get on to Smith Rowe, I've just had a look at the Belgium squad. All and right. they, have, they have named their 26-man squad already. Oh, um, Leandro Trossard in the squad. For goodness sake. As is Michi Batshuayi and Christian Benteke. Oh, what a man. Well done, Christian. Um, yeah. Liverpool, Liverpool legend. Legend. Yeah, it's a it's a strange squad. Like it's clear that they're going to be playing three at the back. Um, that's that's clear from the squad that they've announced. Um, is Eden Hazard in the team? Eden Hazard is uh, where is he? Yes, he is in the team. Phew. one of my favourite players, man. I, love so, yeah. man. I think they've got a good eleven, but yeah, just looking at it, it's, that's it. It's just eleven, isn't it? Eleven individuals. It is. What can you say? But no, going back to number numero nine o. Yeah. What a man. You went for Smith Rowe. 
I've already done Pereira, and my number eight is Emil Smith Rowe. Lovely. Um, yeah, I, I've watched him a few times. I think he's very good. I think he's very intelligent with his running, um, selfless as well, um, perhaps too much. Um, but yeah, a, a cracking little player, very uh, high ceiling, I'd say. Um, his stats on this list don't perhaps say he's that good. Um, his pass completion, which is second in the list, um, behind only behind Thiago, um, which oh I mean, what a man doesn't even we... play centre attacking mid and top dog. Well, in pass completion, that's that's irrelevant to position. Oh, I, thought you said, um, I thought you said something else. <laughs> There's um, a chance just created for a second. I don't know why that came to mind. No, um, definitely not. <laughs> well, let's see. Shot creating actions. Where's Thiago? Let's have a look. I don't reckon he's that low. Don't, you don't need to worry about that if you don't want to. He is uh, 12, I think. Oh. Yeah, 12. Which yeah. is where I have him in 12. <laughs> Shut um, up. Anyway, yeah, Smith Rowe, very exciting player. Um, just sort of an advert, advert for like get, going out on loan to the championship, getting minutes, um, and coming back a more promising player. Um, and that was in a poor Huddersfield team. It just shows the importance of having minutes under your belt. We're seeing Arsenal sort of take that approach more now with the likes of. Um, Willock on loan, Maitland Niles, it's like get them out on loan, show then give them the opportunity to come back and play. And at least if they if they're not good enough to play for you, you've at least shown other clubs that they can have minutes at a certain level so that you can get some decent money for them rather than selling unproven talents for nothing. Yes. Or regretting it. And regretting it if they turn out to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Arsenal do extremely well with their loaning, I think. Better than Chelsea, in my eyes. Yeah, I mean Chelsea just have a an outrageous amount and then also don't give the players the opportunity to play when they come back so um, at least with Arsenal it's sort of like right go and play and if you play well enough you you can prove yourself to come back for the squad Um, and that might be because their squad isn't that very very good but that's that's the way it is at the moment Okay, fair enough Um, I'm looking at my list now and kind of wishing I'd put Smith Rowe place higher now but uh, I've put Deli Alley in eighth Okay. Uh, I think on pure talent, he's probably higher than some. Yeah. Definitely higher than, well, higher than some of the guys I've still yet to put in. But like you say, he just doesn't work hard enough, really. And if he's not willing to turn up, then, you know, you're not getting him, really. It's, not, it's a bit like Paul Pogba, but Paul Pogba's, you know, puts in a lot more work, I guess. Yeah. Sort of just sat there more in it for the social side. At the moment, especially, as opposed to actually playing and earning his minutes and earning the respect of his manager. But the Deli Alley we saw a few seasons back when his breakout season, he was incredible. Yeah, I mean, I just think he's waiting for the right manager. Is my is my. Yeah, I, I mean, he might be the one next season that I look back and say, like, "What have I got him in eleventh for?" Because even even since he's come back in the last no, few games, no, he's, he's been... not going to be the one. He'll be Thiago. Trust, but carry on. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think even the last few games, Ali's sort of shown a bit of what he's about. Fine, um, yeah. But the problem is, we we always see that a little bit from him season on season. It's just I yeah, want I don't, a whole season. I don't necessarily I want, want to get sold now, so I'll just turn it on for a bit, and then yeah, when, I, when I'm safe, I'll go back to the classic Deli Ali that everybody hates. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, okay. Top seven, are we in now? We are. We're on to the top seven. Okie dokie. Uh, who have you got? I think mine's a shock. I think mine's a shock. We spoke about him earlier today. So, on the last podcast. Very... Actually, no, I don't even think he might... I don't even think about him, but I don't actually think I might have said say his name. It's Madders. Yeah, we did. We did very briefly talk about him. We did. Right, okay, cool. Uh, I think... Same, in, by the way. Oh, you've got him in seventh as well? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's one of the brightest sparks in this Leicester team that's growing. But he's, in my eyes, easily the worst out of the midfield three in their position. You know, uh, we've even seen Leicester be all right without him for a long period of time. And yeah. I think there's a lot more hype about him, again, because of the English factor, young English. But I think he's genuinely a bit better than, than just getting the hype factor that we've seen with others. But, um, yeah, he's just not proved it for me yet. I don't yeah, think I he's think consistent enough. That's definitely true. And we definitely see spells where he's unplayable. Um, yeah. But we've seen, yeah, Rogers isn't in a hurry to squeeze him into the squad. Um, and he's he sort of worked on a system without a, a proper number ten at the moment. Um, and he's not he's not willing to sacrifice that to squeeze him back in, which suggests he's not that like world class. I mean, world class was never in the question, but yeah, he's not like the the main man that they need to get in as soon as he's back from injury. Yeah. Um, we well, didn't so even start I, in a world cup in the uh, world cup final. Didn't in start the, in that either. Didn't start in that either, yeah. Didn't start in the FA Cup final. You know, if you want, if, if you need your big players to perform, and we saw that Leicester were willing to take chances on some injured players, as Johnny Evans was, yeah, you know, showed us. Um, it's just sort of like he can't be that pivotal to Rogers' plan if he can chuck Ianacho there or can chuck, uh, was it Perez who started in the? Yeah, Perez we've seen a few more times. I mean, he, ha- he is coming back from injury, so it's not. Not entirely uh, like a, yeah, but I, I think he is uh, a, a bit of a patchy player. Uh, and I think he, this season at the start of it, he was it was less of a patch and more of a uh, class, um, and it was just consistent performances. Then he got a couple of knocks and hasn't really had the second same, the decent second half of the season. Um, but yeah, and uh, definitely a good player in his vision and his. Uh, Awareness to get into a good space has definitely improved as well. Um, and his, his striking from long range is is probably up there with the people on this list. Um, Especially yeah. from a free kick. Yeah. Um, Second best think... free kick taker in the league, eh? Maybe what, oh, we've got Eddie in there, I guess. No, I was talking more about JWP, but... Uh, right, yeah, third then. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think a, a good, a really good player, and he, I think he will improve and continue to improve under Rogers. Um, it's just how long um, Rogers takes. is going to stick with that system because if with the system as it is, Madison's sort of being shifted into places off the bench where he doesn't really fit. Yeah, and they can um, chuck Tielemans in that attacking midfield role, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm a, a great player. Had this been done a few, well, if, if you had done this at the start of the season, the player that I've got in number six um, would have been, oh, well, he wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have been on the list, um, yeah. and and Madison probably would have been a few spots higher. Um, I know, I know who your number six is now. Okay, 
Right, my number six, though, is my number six, is Thiago. Uh, this is as high as I could get him, really. Like what you're doing with Eze, don't think I haven't noticed. Um, he's, he's, a, he's the man, but he's, just, he's not a centre-attacking mid, like you say. So this is as high as I can justify because the rest are just... Well, maybe the exception of the guy I've put in fifth. I think the rest are class, as in world-class. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you can't really knock what num- who my number five is, who I know is number your, your number six. Yeah. So let's get yeah. on to Jesse Lingarde. Exactly. Um, wow, what a, what a turnaround it's been. Um, I, if you had said to me in November that Jesse Lingard's the sixth, or where's he for you, fifth? Yeah. Best attacking midfielder in the league, I would have just laughed in your face. That would have been a ridiculous statement to make. But he's he's shown this side of him that we knew he had. We knew he had this. Um, but we just thought it was sort of just one streak of form, the, a, a long streak of form for Man United. Um, and, and it would just, I don't know. I don't know how you can describe it because it's not luck because you, you can't perform how we did for Man United by luck. And for England. Yeah, and it just seemed to completely switch off. Um, he definitely had a tough time in his personal life. Um, and then obviously Bruno coming in to United and hitting the ground running sort of removed any chance of him getting back consistent minutes. Yeah. Um, and then even at the start of the season, bringing in Van der Beek is another player down the list that Lingard's had and Van der Beek had no chances in the squad either. So, um, Lingard has shown how how important confidence is in a player and now he's on full confidence. There's really not many better um that just picks up the ball and drives and as soon as he's got the ball defenders are already backpedaling because they know exactly what's coming and they can't stop it yeah this guy is another example of class over uh, form I think but, and then obviously when you have form mixed with class what you get a, a, a world beater really and I would be surprised if uh, Man United don't charge at least 40 million for this guy if West Ham want him I think the problem is he's only got one more year on his contract. Yeah, it, it, it's really going to be interesting to see what he does, really. Is he going to stick around or is he going to be like, nah, I'm too good here now. I'm off. You know? Yeah, I, I'm very interested to see how that works because the problem he's got is, yes, he's been in incredible form, but neither of us have put Bruno Fernandes in the list yet. So even no matter how well he's playing, he's still not first choice. Yeah, and even though I think he plays more on the right, uh, Mason Greenwood still does a job in centre forward, doesn't he? Yeah. So there's always that to dodge yeah. as well. And like you said, that Van der Beek, even Pogba could play there, I guess. Uh, I think he might be a bit surplus Lingard at United. It's just how much they want to squeeze yeah. out of him. Yeah, definitely. There'd definitely be a lot of interest. Yes. Right. Who? Right, so that's your five and my six, and you've done your six, so we're on to my five. Come on now. Right, my five is my favourite player of all time. Okay, I'm glad that we've um, going out of the way. Birezi is the fifth best attacking midfielder in the league, and that is no joke. It sounds like one. Um, honestly, think he is incredible. I've I've got. A, Bone to pick with Graham Soonis because he was saying the other day, comment who else it was on Sky, that basically he needs to play with more aggression. Um, and that's nonsense. 
this man plays with the most sort of enjoyable football to watch that I've ever seen. And I know that I'm watching a lot of QPR, so that's not the best <laughs> football you'll ever see. But I've seen a lot of good players. And this one is up there with the best. And he plays with such... His style of play is so incredible to watch. It's so smooth. It's so, like, elegant. And it's just, like, seamless. And he plays I with do like player. watching him, to be fair. Just the way he runs around the pitch as well. It's just quite enjoyable to watch. He just glides around. And he's got quality to it. We've seen some of the goals he scored this season. His... His ability to just move into space or pick up the ball and drive into spaces that you don't even know were there are incredible. Successful dribbles, only beaten by Jack Grealish on this list. Um, mm. I think, and this is in a team, we, we've seen the flair and the talent that he's got in a Crystal Palace team that does not suit how he is built to play. Right. So imagine what he could do in a team that was. And I, I'm saying if any top six team bought him, he would go straight into it and he would be incredible. I, I'm That's not a doubt. I, I think this guy's going to the very top. What, we over spoke, Fernandez? Yeah, I, I think um, in time, this man is, is going to be one of the very best. And I think we were talking about earlier, is it worth taking a, a rusty Grealish to yes. the Euros? when he might not even get 90 minutes before the end of the season. And by the time his podcast goes out, he might have had a 90 minutes before it. But um, Ezzy would be another one that I would... He, he brings so much excitement. And I'm not saying start him in the Euros, but I'm saying if you need someone to bring on, and we've said Jack Harrison has been incredible and is in the form of his life, if you've got Grealish sat there with no minutes under his belt or an Ezzy or a Harrison who's, who's in really good form at the moment, exciting... And ready and in match fits, come on. Is that not more safe? Okay, um, and you say that right. I get you completely. But what was that first thing you said? Did you say Abiri has his second most chances created? No, second most successful dribbles. Behind what? Greenish. Who's been injured for half the season? Yeah. No, but that's, but that's per game. All right. Fair enough. You've had me on toast. But for me, you can't drop Greenish. Sorry. Carry on, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that Abiriezi is better than Jack Grealish. I'm saying Abiriezi will be better than Jack Grealish. <laughs> you can quote me on that. Okay. for as a fact, will be better than Jack Grealish in the as future. As a fact, that's a fact. Jack Grealish is only what 24, 25. I think, I think he's 26. Is he? I think so. Let's have a look. But I, I'm telling you that this man is going to the very top. The first top six club that signs this guy. Yeah, he's 25. Right. Um, <laughs> the first top six club that signs him will have a bargain on their hands, um, no matter how much they pay. All right, mate. All right. <laughs> no matter how That's much it. they pay. Uh, 200 million confirmed for a... Also, QPR get a nice little sell-on fee for that, so that'd be great. If that was stuff, yeah. Okay, cool. So that's we've got the top we've got the same top four again. We have. Let's see how it goes down. Um, I think it's probably going to be two and two in my eyes. You know, the top two should remain the same for both of us. But yeah, then you're a bit unpredictable. Uh, I'm going to go f- for fourth then. Go on, Jack Grealish. Oh, okay. But you weren't expecting that. I was not expecting that. No, he's in fourth for me. 
Well, um, R2 and 2 is de- definitely not what you thought it was going to be. Oh. No, right, okay. Well, I'll make my, I'll state my case then for this dude. Um, I think he's good. Well, sorry. <clears throat> Let me start again. This is where the step goes up from good to class or world class. Yeah. You know, uh, this guy is without a doubt the best player out of the top six. Like, outside the whatever top six you want to use. Like, he's better than any of the Leicester players, in my eyes. He's better than all the Arsenal players. This guy, whoever gets him, is... If if he was to go to City, they'd guarantee win the league next season. Like, don't even. He's so good. So good. He can shoot, he can dribble, he can pass. What do you want him to do? The only thing that I've had to put him a bit lower on is match time. Again, he's very injury prone, isn't he? Yeah, but I was... How are you just said in then? You're saying that you've got Mason Mount ahead of him. I love Mason Mount. I think he, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to that in a bit, but I just think, as it goes, Grealish is fantastic. And well, any any team that has him, he's a player that needs to start if he's fit. Well... I've shot me from your fourth. I know who you've got in fourth. Go on. Go on, tell me you've got in fourth. You've got Mason Mount, haven't you? No, I have not. Really? Um, oh, my God. in fourth for me. No. Um, goals and assists. Lovely. Fantastic, Bruno. Cannot fault you. Absolutely excellent. Stats, though. Real stats. Not great. Really is not you going to have a go at Pereira as well for being a, a pen merchant? Exactly, I have done. It's it's not not just brushing. Over. I've got to brush everyone with the same stick, haven't I? You are. Um, most important stat we've discussed because of Vera's second. Guess who's second bottom, third bottom? Sorry, Bruno Fernandez. Successful dribbles, not in his locker. Fair enough, he's not a dribbler. Um, but he hasn't got he hasn't got a bronze, silver, or a gold stat in his locker. Um, Apart from Gareth, probably. Yeah, yeah. But what I've gone for is shot creating actions, which is the dribble, the pass, the um, the shot so, if it leads to a rebound or basically the, the action before someone takes a shot yeah um, okay. he's not in the top three for that he's third bottom in successful dribbles um, he's nowhere near the top three for progressive carries or carries in the, into the box which is I think fourth bottom or, or definitely close to the bottom in that wow. um, but yeah that's fair enough he's not he, he doesn't pick up the ball and drive like a lot of the players on this do, do, do he picks the ball up and picks his head up. Um, yeah. His pass completion is poor. Um, but yeah, again, that's possibly based on the amount of passes that he's trying to get forward. Um, but then if you go on to key passes or progressive passes, he's not in the top three for those either. Really? Um, so, and, and the top three for most of those things are the three players that I have ahead of him. Um, this has been the list where my top three has pretty much stolen everything. Um, in terms of my gold, silver and bronze stats. Normally, it's sort of spread out and you see a few random players being exceptional in different areas, but my top three has pretty much got all of them bar five. Um, And that's out of like, I don't know how many that's out of, like 30 spots. Um, So, yeah, I just think Fernandez is, in yeah, world-class and his his, uh, output is the best, really. Um, But I I just don't... I feel like I should have put Grealish higher than Fernandez. I might do it. Yeah, Bruno, you're you in can't, fourth now. I'm not, 
it's banned. It's always it would have been said. Oh, fine, fine. Um, but yeah, that's why I've got him in fourth. But I, I'm not doubting he's world class, and I don't think even if you have him second, which I imagine you probably do. Um, I don't. I'm afraid I've got Mason Mount in second. Okay, um, then yeah, that's not. I I think the his output is, is sensational, so you can't argue with that. That's that's it. End of the day. All right, fair enough. Right. Uh, like I said a minute ago, our top two are going to be pretty similar. No. Apparently not, because I was pranking you. I wanted you to think I put Bruno to shock you all, because he is pants. He is the biggest pen merchant I've ever seen. He doesn't even flipping deserve half the assists he get, man. How can you not deserve an assist? Because he just sort of gets in the way and it'll bounce off him and it'll register as his assist. Well, that no. is an assist. That's what an assist is. No, but he doesn't mean to be there. It's like... Oh. Yeah. No, it's not harsh. It's true. I don't like well, it because he's he's awful, man. He's not awful, but... He's better than Jack Grealish, according to you. Yeah, well, you you just said I wanted to swap it around. But uh, I felt like I'd get people to tell me off. Uh, you know me. I like to go off fitness as well. And Grealish is the leader. Oh, I should have. Oh, I didn't take into account my leader factor. What a moron! Yeah, I've put Bruno in third. Pen Merchant through and through. I'm not being a salty Liverpool fan or anything. No, I am kidding. He's obviously, like you say, he is world class. But um, more than anything, the thing that I've, I originally put him over Grealish was because I think without him in the team, United struggle. Whereas as we've seen the past like month or two or even three, I, I don't know how. Feels like he's been out for years. Grealish has. Villa haven't struggled, but I think United do struggle when he's not in the team. Yeah. Uh, and what he's brought to United is nothing short of just fantastic, really, is it? You know, like he sort of revived yeah. them. Like, yeah, they were on the earth, but he's proper, proper revived them now. Yeah, that's absolutely true. It's been incredible. And and as much as he's a pen merchant, somebody the amount of pens he takes, fair play, he scores most of them. Yeah, and he's got 18 goals and 11 assists in the Premier League this season. That is sensational, no, no matter what bad, where he's coming from. So, yeah, his like I said, his output is probably is the best of anybody on this list. So, perhaps we're being slightly harsh. Well, yeah, perhaps. But I've got him lower than you, so that's, yeah, that's my bad. Um, but, but you know, I'd like to put him lower. Yeah, but no. I've, I've got. I mean, looking at the stats, I've got this man who is in my third position. That's Mason Mount. Oh, I love him. Um, he is. Uh, he surprised me. One of the most. I don't know. We're going to do some sort of uh, Premier League awards. I'm not sure what exactly the awards are going to be given out are. Um, but if there was one for like the biggest sort of surprise, this might be one of them. Because I really didn't realise how good he was. Um, yeah, I, think, I thought he yeah. was going to get. You know, Kai Havertz was bought. You know, I, I've only put him in second. Well, not only like that's that's very nice. I'd be pleased with that. But um, you know, when they they bought Havertz, and you're sort of thinking, no, like this guy might even get pushed out the team a bit. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Especially like we last season, we had saw him progress in the Lampard, and obviously at Derby as well. Um, and there was a 
he, he was like Lampard's favourite and saying that no matter what he did, he would still be in the team. But this season, he's really shown what Lampard saw in him. Um, and that is incredible. And literally, I've, I've got him in third and all of his stats are pretty much up there. Like, shot has he got acting. a bronze, a gold or a silver in everything? He is, right. So, there's, so how many sections are there? There's seven sections. And there's only two sections that he doesn't have anything in. Yep. And all the other, so the other five, shot gain actions, 4.98 per game, third. Progressive carries, 8.34 a game, third. Carries into the box, 1.13 a game, third. Pass completion, 83%, third. Key passes per game, <laughs> 2.82, third. No, this guy's, this, this kid's different. He is going to be the next Lampard for Chelsea, probably better. Because he is... That is huge, game. He's incredible, though, man. Yeah, but Lampard's like one of the best midfielders ever yeah. to create the Premier League. Yeah, well, if you're allowed to say Eze is going to be better than Grealish, I'm allowed to say that. He's, he's huh? so good. He is carrying Chelsea at points this season. He's been... He's, honestly, at some points, he's looked like the only man who's actually paying attention for Chelsea. Yeah, definitely. Future captain, for certain, I'll bet my house on it. Yeah, I think he might have already captained them in, in a cup competition at some point. There you go, then. I don't have to put my house on it. You get your house back. It'll be a, I haven't got a house, to be fair, so it doesn't really matter. But <laughs> Club captain incoming, trust me. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I can't describe how good he is. He's just been sensational. He's played in a variety of positions. But yeah, like you say, he's been the one. When Chelsea have needed someone to perform, he's been the one. And at points, he's been the only one that's always looked lively. Um, and yeah, I, I didn't realise how good he was until this season. He also got, um, I think he got Chelsea's player of the season. Yeah. Today. He did. He did. Which is, I honestly don't think anyone else, did. this comes anywhere near deserving it. The only other person, maybe Rhys James, um, Thiago Silva, but you know, we're not here. Maybe Edouard Mint. Oh, whatever. Doesn't matter, he deserves it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I right. Just, I'm a victim of my own problems. Yes. I haven't got much success. <laughs> okay. Top two. Okay. Right. Top two. I've already so said we'll... my second, so it's down to you. There's two men left. Yeah. I've I've mentioned one of them. The other one is down to you, boss. Second place is the man with the best stats, unfortunately. No way. And that's Jack Grealish. Oh, right. Good. Literally, that is... <laughs> His stats on this list are absolutely sensational. Um, Go on then. Key passes first, progressive passes third, carries into the box first, progressive carries first, successful dribbles first, success most shot fouls break, on creating actions first. Yeah, most foul player probably is first on that as well. But yeah, literally sensational. Dragged Villa by the scruff of their neck up from safety last season, and has. Sort of dragged as harsh this season, but they wouldn't be where they are. I mean, if you look where they finish now, we're yeah. looking like it's going to be in the bottom half anyway. Um, I think that's a decline from if he was in the team. Well, yeah, of course it is. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is, do you are Villa as good as we think they are, or is it literally just Jack Grealish? It's just Jack Grealish. Because we've there's been a lot of credit for um, 
Dean Smith this season and um, and Villa have, having got themselves from safety. But if you if you don't have Grealish, I mean, how many how many places do they slip down? How many points has he earned them? Loads. Ten. Uh, ten, takes them, ten takes them to sixteenth place. Yes. So I mean, I mean that's irrelevant to this. But I'm just saying that, and, and this is how good Jack Grealish is. He is absolutely sensational. He and he's got the leadership tactic. He's got the captain's armband anyway. Um, yeah, there you go. I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's one of those players. You get the ball, and you're just like, oh no, this is where's this Jack is, gone? <laughs> this is a problem. He can go anywhere. He drives with the ball, which I like. Um, Who doesn't? His his vision is is good, better than I thought. His key passes are first on this list, which I th- wouldn't have expected. Um, and yeah, but yeah, there's no doubt when he's got the ball at his feet, you're in trouble. He's just quality. Yep, definitely. However, as much as he's good, as much as Grealish is good, there is somebody on this list who we haven't even mentioned yet. We've been for some reason earlier we we compared to Bruno, not this man. We haven't had to say his name because of how painstakingly obvious he is. He yeah. is, if Thanos was on this, inevitable. Number one. You want to say it or shall I? You can have it. KDB. Yeah. Good case. Wasn't really ever in doubt, was it? It wasn't. Like, like we said, he is so incredible, incredibly good. Incredible. Well, that makes sense, actually. He's incredible. Yeah. yeah, his his vision, ability to pass the exact pass that he wants is second to none, really. Um, he could pick out a blade of grass, man. He could. And it is, yeah, they, they, he's just great. He's got everything. He's, he's got energy. His, his progressive carries and his carries into the box are, are higher than what you'd expect them to be. Um it's not just his passing in his locker. He's literally got everything that you want. Um, At if points we... again, he's a bit like Mason Mount for City. If everybody's turned off, he's always switched on. You know, he's always yeah. looking like, can I score? No. Yeah. All right, I'll pass it to him. Yeah. Where's Raheem? Where's Riyad? Where's Bernardo? You know, like, where's Sergio Aguero? He's, he's able to make players make runs as well. Like, his passing is so good that he can see it before the players even make the run and, and it forces them to make the run. Yeah. Um, and I, I think even players probably don't even when they're making a run they're not even worried is he going to find me He's pro- they're probably just running and then thinking well he'll probably see me won't he um, if City uh, win the Champions League this man could have a Ballon d'Or easy yeah I mean the injuries have been a bit doggy with him um, realistically but, though the only other person who can challenge him is Lewandowski in my eyes yeah that, yeah that's fair enough um but yeah, he, he and if we had put him in the central midfield list, it, he would have been top of he that won. as well. He would have won that as well. He's if played... we put him at bloody left back, we'd put him top still. Well, Aaron Cresswell is good. Yeah, he didn't even get top. Oh, actually, I actually think he might have got top five for you. He got a third for me. <laughs> wow. Um, I think. Um, oh. Anyway, yeah, that's it. We did it. It's just we did it again. Too many good things to say about the point, isn't there? There is. Do you know how many people we got in the same position this this week? I don't know, like six maybe. Five. That's not. Bad. Although to be fair, me, the, the bottom two were put, fairly obvious. You did tell me to put Jay Rodriguez in twentieth. Yeah. So 
four, I guess. Yeah. Four out of 19, I'd say. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's but not bad. I, I think this might be the closest we've been. The the only yeah. real gap we had was Thiago. Yeah, and it took Thiago and Ezzy were relatively swapped, kind of. Pretty much. 12th, um, and, 12th and 10th to 6th and 5th. No, yeah. No, you did you put him below Lingard? Who? Thiago. No, uh, Eze. No, Eze was fifth. And Lingard was sixth. Yeah. All right, there you go then. So Crystal Palace's average position is going to fly up just on this. Because of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I can't wait for the next three because the next three will have no doubt about positions. Everyone's got a left winger, right winger, and a striker. Um, I can't wait for those. Um, there's a lot of players to rank. Um, and there could be some close ones. Another good Palace player on, on the left as well. So that's good. Please don't tell me. Oh, hold on. Yeah, go on. I, I, I don't know why that didn't click. I thought you were going to put SA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back in again. Sticking back there. He's, um, still, he's not getting tough. He's, he's not. No, not for me. Okay. That is that. Right. Let's do okay. some prediction. Correct? Yes. We have got a lot of predictions to do. It's, uh, well, we've just recorded the Tuesday's episode, um, or today's episode. Well, no, it won't be today, because this is not today anymore, is it? The Weekend anyway, Roundup. The Weekend Roundup has been done, and that's published at this point, which is the third last um, round of predictions that we're going to do in this season. So this means we've got two more rounds, which is Saturday's games and Sunday's games, which we're going to do now. And they, these, so these are deciding games. This yeah. is where it's all on the line for that trophy and buy it. Uh, yeah, we actually need to buy that. Yeah, so <laughs> yes, big, big results. It's been a long old half a season doing these predictions. I've been loads of them. I can't even begin to count how many we've done. Um, but this but is you the last... snuck it again, you cheeky monkey. I snuck in there. I have um, with three game weeks to go as of recording on top of the league. So these are absolutely crucial. I was miles ahead, like twice. Yeah. I've had an absolute shock. Yeah. I started, I started sneaking championship games in there, that's why. Ah, well. You... And here's another two I'm going to put in. <laughs> you are cheeky, man. Yeah, so we decided to group these first five in Saturday's games. Um, and then, yeah, second group is the Sunday games. So on Saturday, we have the two championship playoffs, semi-final second legs, one of the League One second legs. The problem with that is we haven't actually seen the result of the first leg. No. But what can you do? And then the title deciding games in Spain. So where do you want to start? Well, I'll let you, I'll let you, because my mind, my mind's frazzled. So. Okay. We will start with Sunderland Lincoln. Okay. And I'm going to go, despite the fact I'm actually, I think I'm backing Lincoln for the playoffs. And I think we've just done the predictions. I predicted 1-1 in the first leg. So I'm going to go with a 2-1 Sunderland win and not Lincoln out, unfortunately. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm still backing the uh, the Oxes. But that's not affected because, obviously, they're not in this, this little bad boy. Nice. I'm going for a 1-0 to Sunderland. Okay. You know, got the job done in the first leg. Yeah, they did indeed. Right, we'll do. We'll finish off the playoffs. Uh, we've got Brentford Bournemouth, which we have seen the outcome of the first leg. It's one 0 to Bournemouth as it stands. Nah. Um, 
how is it going to finish? Well, how is, how is the second leg going to go? I know my boys are going to bounce back. Brentford. Because it sounds a bit like Ben. Does it? Yeah, I would say it, but I don't want to say it now. Because I've just worked out what I'd be saying. But, yeah. um, you know, up the boys. They're going to win 2-0. They're going to revive Brentford. it. I've gone for a, another 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one to Bournemouth. No. Yeah, they'll be fine. Um, and this is over... Because these games could potentially go to extra time. All the predictions are 90 minutes. The first 90 minutes. So if it changes after extra time, that's irrelevant. Oh, you're predicting a full-on boing-boing at this rate, aren't you? Um, and then... Barnsley-Swansea. Yeah, Barnsley. You're not going to bounce back, mate. Sorry. 2-0. 2 nil. I've gone for a 1-1. So, both the clubs that I'm back in are out of the playoffs. <laughs> I think um, um, after seeing the first legs, it's sort of become clear, in it? Swansea were very strong. I mean, Barnsley had chances. Woodman for Swansea was incredible. But, yeah, I think Swansea at home will, will do the job. Um, yeah. Right, Spain. Spain, Spain. Hello, Spain. Real Madrid, Villarreal. Real Madrid need to win. They have to win. Even if they do win, it might be irrelevant. Will they win? Yeah, they're going to win. 3-1. But it's not going to mean much. It's not going to mean much because Atletico are going to do what? They're going to win. They're going to win 2-0. 2-0. Right. I've gone for a 2-0 Real Madrid. um, And I'm going to go for a really uh, squeaky bum time 1-0 Atletico Madrid win. Squeaky bum time. Um, Right, so that's Saturday's done. That is Um, Sunday. We're going into the Premier League now. Hello. We we don't know what it looks like going into the final day. So we don't actually know what our predictions are going to lead to. Yeah, we've recorded this uh, midweek podcast very... I think it's the earliest we've ever done it. Usually yeah. do it on a Wednesday or, or, well, a Thursday sometimes as well. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we will be putting this out and we might make ourselves look like idiots, but that's... We usually do. That. Um, me that much anymore. Let's do... So we're going to do the three teams that are battling for the top four. Um, Leicester, Spurs is the first of those. And obviously Spurs probably could need the win, potentially. Um, yep. for their Europa League ambitions. Indeed, indeed. Um, will they get that win? What do, what do you think, Luke? Tell me the I score. Know. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I've gone for 2-2. Ooh. But I did predict Leicester to beat Chelsea. You did. So I think Leicester are fine, if that happens, maybe. I don't know. We haven't um... gone back. Because Leicester, yeah, because Leicester will already will have then be more than three points clear of Chelsea at that point. Yes, so that'll be fine. Yeah, so, there we go. Leicester draws Spurs, but Chelsea would have already lost to Leicester as to why they can draw Spurs, and it's absolutely fine. Now Leicester are going to shock everyone, right? One nil, two win, one nil win to Leicester. You know, right. we're all like, oh, look at them. They're not going to. They're not. They're, surely they can't win all three of their their last three against three of the whatever six. I don't. I don't like saying big six after the whole ECL uh, ESL thing. So yeah, I mean, but, uh, you have just said that, but you did also predict Chelsea to be lesser. So you would suggest that you, they can't win all of their three games. Oh yeah, that is true. I think that's just because deep down, I'm actually I know what's going to happen. 
the, the optimist has not come out on top. No, I, I don't know what's going on in my brain. I'm a bit of a moron. All right. Fair enough. Um, yeah, okay, thanks, we will see. I'm very excited to see how it all turns out, especially if Chelsea don't get top four. Um, talking to Chelsea, they've got Aston Villa. Crucial game for Jack Grealish. Yeah. Um, crucial game for Chelsea. Crucial game for Villa? Not. Um, what are you going to say? Or do you want me to go? I've gone for... Go I mean, I don't know why I'm going so bold with these predictions when these could be... This is your break. squeaky bum time as well. Yeah, I've I've gone for one nil Aston Villa. Woo! I've, I've been no, I've been slating playing Jack, and I've been saying you need a good ninety minutes. You need a good ninety minutes, otherwise you're not going. He's going to have a great ninety minutes here, and no, he is going to be the reason Chelsea don't get top four. If he does, he can go first place on my list. But what it's going to really be is a two nil, two all. Sorry. To all, yeah, and he's still going to stop him in a way. So you Chelsea know. aren't going to get top four for you either. Well, I don't. I well, I don't know. I'm, I'm no, very, they they very confused. Oh no, they won't. Yeah, because Leicester would have got the points back that they just lost from them. From if the your prediction in the first, <laughs> yeah, Chelsea are going to okay. go all the way and then bottle it at the last minute, and then the mighty Red Army are going to come in and we're going to sneak it and everybody's going to be loving everything and everyone's become Liverpool fans and we're going to buy Mbappe. It's just going to go great. All right, go on. What's, it, what's going to happen in the Liverpool game? Liverpool are going to smash them again. 3-0 after the 7-0. Yeah. Make it a 10-0 overall. Abira is nowhere near anybody. He's nowhere near Nat Phillips. I'm going for a 2-1 Liverpool. Yeah. Maybe it. Ezzy to score, go on, why not? Chuck him in there. Um, we'll I've see. Actually, I really hope that. I would love that. Don't I? I've actually got uh, a new um, ritual, man. Have you? Yeah. What's that? If I predict a player to score, I lose points, so I'm not telling anyone who's going to score. Right, okay. <laughs> That's Fine. what's happened. The last couple of weeks that I've said, oh, you know, Suarez to get a brace or whatever, it's not gone well for me after. So I'm, right. not, I'm not saying anything. Okay, fair enough. Right, that's all of England done. Cool. There is other games going on, but we haven't got we haven't got all day. Um, Atalanta Milan, crucial game in the Champions League battle in Serie A. What's the score going to be for you? Two 0 Milan. There you go. I've back gone in the, back in the uh, the AC Milan. I've gone for two one to Milan. Ooh. Atalanta obviously got a big um, midweek game. Yep. Again, which people predicted. Which um, I so, guess they'll be prioritising. Yeah. I mean, we, I couldn't quite figure out. It's so complicated, stupid head-to-head rule in Italy that it's so it's difficult to figure out all the implications of all the games of where everyone can finish. Um, but Atalanta should finish in the Champions League places as far as I'm aware because they've got a better head-to-head record than Juventus um, but I don't know it could, it, there could be many other ways that, to work out anyway yeah I think this will mean more to Milan than it will to Atalanta so that's why I think they'll win yeah I think it would really top off their season because I think they deserve it really okay deep, okay. Deep right last game potentially on. the biggest one um, on Jazz versus Lille. 
Lille need to win, presuming that PSG went in order to get the title. Will they do it? Of course they will. One, three now. Three now, absolutely convincing. Oh yeah, this is theirs to lose now, and they're not going to. They're not falling for it. Uh, PSG, I love them. I, 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 I love them most more than most, but. Uh, I kind of want to see somebody else win the uh, French league, just because. Why not? For, I like. I just love love it when stuff like that happens. When you know it's a shock, and I think yeah. at the start of the season it was so. I think I don't know for some reason more than ever there's so many teams that are on on their way for like, oh you know you're gonna you're gonna get ten out of ten ten years of success, and uh, no, a lot of teams have come and shocked us. So thank you, Inter. Thank you, um, Rangers. Rangers. Yep. Thank you, Lille. You know, thanks to all these chaps for really making the season better, and they deserve. They deserve they it. So again, like I said earlier, fuck you, Bayern. But uh, you know, they're going for ten next season, ten in a row next season, and Dortmund or Leipzig, someone's going to come along and shit all over them. So fair enough. But I've actually gone for a one-one in this game. Oh. Um, I think PSG will do it. I think I just did a full-on speech, man. You could have told me to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I think um, Leo are going to part it on the final game of the season against Angers, who have literally nothing to play for. Um, but they but might want to screw PSG over. They might. I did think about that, but I don't think um, footballers really care that much, um, or, or care they, more that they care too much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that's it. We're done. Lots of predictions to go. Fifteen in total um, that we are including, waiting on, including your, yeah, including ever. And that's the final fifteen of the season to crown the first ever corridor of certainty champion. Predi- prediction. prediction. Yeah. Predict- and also, I don't think we'll champion. have a guest on to do any more predictions. So while we're here, in fact, no, we'll do it in the awards. We'll do it in the awards. We'll do it in the awards. Okay. Where okay, are we doing right. awards? We'll do awards um, next weekend. Next weekend. So the oh. first weekend that the Premier League's not on. Okay. And we'll get. Should we get some of our guests? See if we can get we'll, some. Um, we'll get Craig back on. We'll get Craig. Maybe Ollie. Maybe anyone that wants to get involved. We'll have a twenty-man uh, recording session. I actually saw. I did see a podcast the other day that looked well fun. It was a. It was like a bracket thing, where they got the best twenty players in the world at the moment. Everybody got. One of their players. I was thinking we should do that, but I don't think we know 20 friends, so we That's might struggle. Great. We would struggle. Okay. We'll see you on the weekend. Some again. point of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused with all this now. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Um, see you soon. Bye bye. Thank you very much for listening. Have a nice week. End. <laughs>